Hi, Eric. Hi, Maya. We're recording from a remote location. Our kitchen? Yes. <laughs> in a new low for this podcast, we're not even sitting on the couch in front of the TV. We're just cooking dinner. Yeah, you know, we're real people, too. We're not just online personalities. <laughs> we're barely that, actually. It's true. We're barely anything. <laughs> so here we are at the first eviction of BB23. Yeah. Do you remember who is HOH? Frenchie. Do you remember who is on the block? Um, the hot lady and... Alyssa? Um, 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 is it, um, curly hair guy? The meathead? Travis. The longer curly hair guy. I can't tell them apart. Shorter curly hair guy. I don't know. The guy whose name is Travis. Yeah, one of those guys. Um, yeah. No. Yeah? Wait, no. I know. Eric doesn't remember because he was staring at his phone the whole time last night when we were watching Big Brother. I'm sorry. Um, no, I remember... I remember who Travis is. Uh-huh. I got it. And he's on the block. Yes. Um, and Kyland was on the block, but uh, Derek X played hard and won the power veto because Brent, his teammate, warned him that Frenchie was going to put him on the block. That took me a really long time to say. Okay, I don't know who anybody is then because I didn't <laughs> realize any of that happened. Well, Derek X is the hot Asian guy. Yeah. Um, and remember... Frenchie was going crazy. Yeah, I remember. And, he was, and, and Frenchie I, came yeah. to Brent and said, hey, man, like, try not to spend too much time with that guy. I remember all that. And Brent said, warned Derek. And so Derek got picked to play in the veto and played really hard and won the veto. I remember that. So what do you, what do you not remember? Just him, the use Him using the veto. He used it and he took off Kyland and, they, and what's his name put up? Travis. So, Travis, sorry, I am currently stirring. Such, so, such a large percent of our podcast is just me explaining to Eric what happened yeah. that week. I'm, I'm stirring some holushki right now, which is a Northeastern Pennsylvania culinary classic. If anybody needs a hearty meal to eat while they're watching Big Brother. I do. Um, Google it. So, okay. So, it's one of the meatheads. Up? It's Travis. Is that the one who had the showmance with the hot lady? Or no, not the, the other one. one. So we're, it's the shorter hair. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> I wanted the longer hair guy to go because he reminds me of Riff Raff, the rapper from Miami. Mm -hmm. You know, and I just didn't like his vibe. Okay. Um, also, how much do you think he enjoyed Frenchie cock blocking him with the hot lady? Not very much. <laughs> do you remember the part where... Uh, Frenchie, because um, Alyssa asked Frenchie why he put her up, yeah. and he said it was because of her relationship with Christian. And then Christian tried to be like, well, I mean, we would look really good together. And Alyssa was like, no. Yeah, and she was like, he means nothing to me. You know, <laughs> like, like she, and, and I, I enjoyed that scene. Yeah, that was funny. Um, so, but he's going to stay, and the hot lady's going to stay. So they're, they probably won't have a showmance because Frenchie blew it up. I don't think they'll have a showmance. Okay. I think Alyssa has a thing for... What's his name? The lawyer? Ooh, I'm into that. Xavier, is that his name? I think so. Yeah. The guy from Venice Beach who does the... I can't remember. I don't know. If it's the guy I'm thinking of, I'm into that. The hot black guy. Yeah, I mean, that Xavier. doesn't really narrow it down on this season. You know who I'm talking <laughs> The lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think they have a thing together. And that's our super professional recap of the show. Yeah, so... Um, Why don't we go ahead and listen to our voice messages, because maybe people who call in will say something more interesting. Oh, I'd love that. I miss our friends. Me too. Okay, let's go see what they have to say. 
Hi, Ergamaya. It's Brooke. You guys look amazing. Congratulations on your baby. I'm so happy for you guys. That's so awesome. That baby is so lucky to have you as parents. I do feel very cautiously optimistic about this season. I feel like it is more diverse than we've had in previous seasons. And I do like the group choice because I feel like well, it's not impossible for big alliances to form, I think it's going to be a lot less likely. And I feel like there will be more of a chance of there being four alliances of four instead of just one big alliance of eight that takes out everybody else. Maya, I'm right there with you. I love Frenchie. I think he's very smart, very strategic. I think he's going to make it a long way. I love his group of people. And I will say, the person who has won the first HOH competition in the past two years has gone on to win the whole thing. My my partner is watching Big Brother with me this year. He really likes Claire. Um, we kind of have a debate going on of who's going to make it further. We have a little bet going on. I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Uh, I can't see Brooke right now, but I bet she looks amazing. I agree. She sounds amazing. She sounds happy. Brooke, you sound and look, I'm sure, <laughs> stunning. Uh, we actually thought about naming our baby boy Brooke, but didn't know if that would, if yeah. he would like that. It was, it seems, it seems. But we yeah. thought about it. Sure, yeah. Um, I didn't know that, that the past two first HOHs are the ones that went on to win. Probably should know that because we watched them, but yeah, don't that is that is just more data crunching than I <laughs> am doing on Well, show. unfortunately, I don't think that's going to hold. Oh, our dogs are humping each other and Eric had to go break it up. Um, sorry, a lot going on here. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I don't think that trend is going to hold this season because, um, oh, just a reminder that Brooke called in last week. That's why she's saying that Frenchie seems smart and strategic. I oh. thought that a week ago too. Uh, I don't think Frenchie's going to win this season. What do you think, Eric? Oh, he's doomed. He, uh, he, um, he seems to think that he needs to have his foot on the gas pedal at all times but he's not even good at putting his foot on the gas it's like he's got his foot on the gas pedal and he's just driving his car into a wall right that's the problem and then he gets out and he's like he's like what you trying to fight yeah exactly he's he he is the meathead oh no he's the meathead um so yeah it turns out that frenchie is the meathead who thinks that he knows what everyone else is thinking but in reality he's just walking around being like who wants to fight and he because like you can't walk through every moment of the big brother experience and be like okay something's going on we got to make some moves right now he really is he was like he was sort of like threatening everybody yeah and everybody's like what's up with this guy like it's it's week one we're just hanging out yeah I was saying last night when we were watching that episode, I feel like week one HOH is the easiest one because you can put up anyone and just say, like, I don't, I don't have a reason. I think you're both great. I had to put somebody up. Yeah. I really hope you win the veto. Good luck. That's it. And talk to those two people and be like, hey, I'd really love to work together. I just had to put somebody up. Yeah, but he's, he's like... He went in hot and made everybody mad at him. Yeah. Ridiculous. Not good. Um, speaking of alliances... Uh, I am super into the cookout alliance. Oh, yes. I think it's about freaking time. Um, I don't have much faith in their ability to succeed, but I sincerely hope it happens. Because why? Um, just sort of based on my previous experience of watching Big Brother, I feel like the, the way that the show yeah. always shakes out. Uh, like when there's all women alliances or minority alliances. Yeah. And also, hardly anyone ever stays the course, you know, from the beginning. You know who does? The young hot people. 
They never turn on each other. Right. And I'm afraid And perhaps this alliance... I don't know... I don't remember ever having, like, an all-black alliance. Do you? Um... There's because there's always been so few black house guests. True, true, absolutely. So, so maybe maybe this is new, but I I feel as though in the past there have been not large black alliances, but there have been black partnerships. I know, that have but been I targeted. But I think like, that's different because when you're a duo, you get you, targeted. Yeah, it's much harder to keep secret than. than I I also really love the strategy of being like, hey, we're going to be secret and then integrate with the rest of the other teams and, yeah. and even yeah, like they all have other things going on. Yeah. And, and, uh, who's the 40 year old Tiffany, Tiffany. She was like, she even said explicitly, she was like, we can't be seen doing exactly what we're doing right now. Yeah. And I was like, Oh damn. Like she really understands how they need to infiltrate the other groups. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause obviously, I mean, if you've listened to our podcast or watched the show for the past two, past two seasons, I guess, they were frustratingly um, racist. Is it <laughs> I fair would say to more say? More than two seasons, yeah. That's been going yeah, on for yeah. a while. I, but but I mean, it just felt like like who's steering the ship? You know, like yeah. when you're talking about like somebody, producers, whatever, are sort of interfering and in writing the story of the show. I'm just saying, yeah. there's potential for this to happen. But when you see the meddling that has gone on in yeah. previous seasons, it's hard to like. It's hard to have faith in that succeeding. Well, let's hope, because I do feel like the producers have made some changes this season. It seems like they are committed to things going differently, and I think they've really given everybody a fair shot, it seems like. I hope it so. seems like they're yeah. If if that if if the cookout succeeded, this would be the most amazing I agree. season of Big Brother. Uh, Big Brother US. Let's not Big Brother US. That's all I'm Baby saying. Baby Can is still infinitely better no matter what happens on this season. I want to know if Brooke watched BB Can. Oh, yeah. Brooke, please let us know if you've seen BB Canada 9. And if not, please watch it immediately so we can hear your thoughts yeah. on it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you've heard everything I have to say about BB Can. It's, just, it's fantastic. Yeah. All right. I think we have a message from our other son. <laughs> okay. Should we go see what he's up to? Please. Okay. Love you, Brooke. Hello. It is Michael. Um, I'm so happy that the podcast is back. I am an avid voice memo, voice caller, vo- voice messenger. I'm back. I'm glad to be here. Um, happy Big Brother 23. Um, this was a nice long episode of the podcast. Very happy to listen to that. And I have a lot of opinions. Um... I have some info because I'm an avid feed viewer, so I'm. this might take up two messages. All I have to say is Brittany, um, Aza, they're, they're coming for the win. Um, I am a Frenchie. I don't know how to feel because he's on Big Brother Twitter and, and like he knows he knows what the people like. Oh my God, I'm running out of time. But he knows what the people like. And so that's when I'm like, mm, maybe I do like Frenchie, but I didn't think I would like him, but... Okay, I didn't think I would like Frenchie, but he was talking on the feeds, like, all day about taking out Brent this week and taking out alpha males, and I was like, okay, okay, we, I see what you're doing, I, lo- I like to see it, whether he wants to do it or not, I think he just wants to be liked, but I mean, like, taking out Brent is taking out Brent, no matter what the reasoning behind it is, so yeah, um, based off of the feeds, I think the worst game I'm seeing at the moment, um is definitely 
Alyssa, I haven't been seeing a lot from her. I've been watching the feeds most of the day, but I do work at a camp, and I did get kids to watch Big Brother. Um, and now they're kind of intrigued, but that's besides the point. Um, Alyssa, she threw up on premiere night and was sitting in the bathroom like all night, and I was like, oh, there goes the social game out the window. I'm just gonna send a third message. This is so embarrassing. Okay, I'll, I'll be back one second. So I think Alyssa's social game is like, done because like there is there wasn't a premiere night social game because she was throwing up in the bathroom um honestly i am a fan of the current house design i don't think it is terrible i'm kind of a fan I, i'm liking it. i'm liking it um team's twist don't know how to feel i'm iffy about it i do like the aces that is a very attractive team that's all i'm gonna say on that um the jokers are a really good team I'm liking the jokers i think claire is coming for the win this season i have a lot of hope in her um praying brent goes home this week i'm seeing a lot of female alliances happening right now and i kind of love to see it and i think it's going to be successful because there's a lot of strong female personalities this season and honestly we're here for it we're here for it so that is all um i'll be back next episode it was great listening and i am so happy the bb23 is happening with Maya and eric i will see you later um, first of all, how cute is it that Michael is working at a camp with kids? Um, how much do I want to disguise myself as a kid and go <laughs> to that camp for the summer? I think that would be weird. I'll just dwarf it, you know? I'll walk around <laughs> on my knees with shoes on my knees. I don't think you talked about the dwarf thing on this podcast. I think that was on our other podcast. Oh, oh, should we talk about our other podcast? Cross promotion, Eric. Oh, yeah, we have another podcast. You guys are probably not going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, if you think we're funny. Mm, yeah okay we have another podcast called end of the world as we know it and it's about being first time parents yes and um we don't get as drunk or silly on that one but we do talk about our real feelings and also it is pretty funny yeah sometimes anyway eric had a whole thing on that podcast this is the cross promotion about what's his name steven dorf no um dorf the well yeah it was sort of a it was a joke about both steven dorf and uh, the Tim Conway character, Dorf. Literally no one who listens to this podcast has heard of any of these things. <laughs> anyway, all I'm saying is I just want to go to summer camp and I just want Michael to be my counselor. How cool would that be? I wonder how old these kids are. But like I'm imagining Michael just like sitting up with them all night watching the Big Brother live feeds. Yeah. That's like that's like transformative in a child's life. Yeah, and me sitting there in the circle with them being like, this show sucks. And then the next morning I just absolutely smoke them in kickball. <laughs> First of all, you're not good at kickball. I don't know why but you think I'm, you'd... I'm much bigger than a kid. Yeah, but that might you might just get hurt more, you know? Okay. No offense. I just don't know if you'd be good at kickball. Fine. Okay. Well, I would be really popular because I could be the guy <laughs> who jumps on one side of that blob in the lake that everybody else is on, you know? And I just, like, launch people into the stratosphere. Michael, tell me if you have one of those blobs on the lake. Have you if ever you been to camp, Eric? No, I want to go to <laughs> camp so, so bad. It sounds like you're basing what happens at camp off of movies about being at camp. Yeah, what else do I have to go on? Well, I have been to many camps. Did you have a blob? Was Michael a counselor? Did you play kickball? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, did you watch Big Brother? <laughs> no. <sighs> okay. What if Michael has formed a Big Brother summer camp in his cornfield, corn maze? Yeah. And he just, parents just drop their kids off at the corn maze in the morning and then they go in and then they hang out with Michael for 24 hours a day and then they never come out of the corn maze. I think that is an enterprising use 
an enterprising off-season use of a corn maze because I don't think you're making a lot of money in a corn maze in the summer. <laughs> well, it's not off-season because he uses the corn maze during the summer to watch Big Brother. Right. But nobody's paying to go into the corn maze until the fall. You know what I'm saying? He just yeah. lives there. What about winter? I don't know what happens there in the winter. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> anyway, um, what else did Michael say that wasn't about camp? Um, Claire, Aza, Brittany. Which one is Brittany? The autistic one? Is that Brittany? There's an autistic person? Oh, yeah, there's an autistic person. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I, think, I think I agree that all of those seem like they're playing really well. Yeah. Um, I think that Alyssa has recovered from her first night puking situation. I don't remember that at all. Was that on it was TV? on the live feeds, Eric. Oh, who is she? The hot one. She was puking? Michael just said she was up all night puking on the first yeah, night. Yeah, that's and what I thought. That's, can you stop yelling because the baby's sleeping? Oh, my God. I can't live like this. I agree. Michael, Should we get a divorce? clear out a lane in the corn maze Michael, because I'm moving in. Can you go get a degree as a lawyer and be our divorce lawyer, please? Michael, do you guys need like a, <laughs> like a lifeguard or like what a, what a uh, cook? Can I, I can come and like, I could, I could, I could do pretty, chow. He's a pretty good cook, but it takes oh. him a really long time and he gets mad while he's cooking. So, yeah, so maybe, if you need that. Maybe not the best guy to have in the canteen when the kids come in <laughs> at noon, you know? Yeah, I think. Chow time, you little jerks. <laughs> uh, no, but I think that's really cute that you are a camp counselor. I'm very into it. Um, remember when Michael started calling into our show and he was just a little tiny baby and now he's a grown up with a job Yeah, and he has kids in his corn maze that he's trapped there. I know. We did a pretty good job of raising him, I think. I know. I'm so <laughs> proud of him. Our oldest son. <laughs> I hope that our younger son turns out to be half the man that Michael is I someday. I agree. Probably won't. No. I mean, he seems fine, but. We can send, we can, oh my God, we can send our son to camp. And Michael could be his counselor. Do you think Michael will still be a counselor like 10 years from now? I hope so. I don't know if he's trying to be a career well, camp maybe counselor. maybe he'll be in charge of the camp by then. Okay, Michael, let us know if you are in charge of the maybe camp. Maybe he'll own it. I don't know. <laughs> maybe we could buy the camp and well, then pay Michael whatever it takes. Money is no object. I get it now. We're buying Michael's summer camp. Okay, <laughs> that's my purpose. <laughs> okay, great. Um, did he say anything else about strategy that we need to talk about? Uh, nothing that I understood. <laughs> One question I have, Michael, is... Um, oh, two questions, actually. What does it mean that Frenchie was on the, the BB Twitter? Like, is he... Was so, he, like, really deep in it? Like, if I go back to last year, was he just casually yeah, is tweeting he, is about... Is he, like, a meta player who's just going in there and trying to, like, play specifically to BB Twitter? No, it's not that. It's that he understands from hanging out on BB Twitter what the fans want and how to play a good game. That's exactly what I'm saying. He's not trying to impress BB Twitter. He's trying to win the game. And he has an advantage because he's deep in BB Twitter. I think we're saying the same thing. Okay, it sounded like you were saying something different. but What did it sound like I was saying? I just said what it sounded like you were saying. You didn't even listen to what I said. All right? Um, my second question is, um, maybe I've asked this before, but, like, Michael, you're super into the live feeds. How many hours a day do you watch live feeds? And, like, what if we wanted to be a casual observer? You know, like, I think it's on Paramount Plus now or whatever. Should we, can't we do pay that? Pay for another streaming network. I think my mom already paid for Paramount Plus. Oh my god! So we're just gonna watch security camera footage <laughs> of these people walking around in the house. Maybe we'll see somebody doing something frisky. You never know. Ooh, remember Handjob yes, Gate? Yes, I knew you were gonna say that. Oh, uh, 
God. Those were the days. I was just a young buck. I was practically Michael's age when I, <laughs> when I witnessed Handjob Gate. I was just a camp counselor. Everybody at camp was talking about it. <laughs> All the kids? Yeah. Okay, this is getting inappropriate. Again. Okay, I'm sorry. You're a dad. I so. was fired immediately. <laughs> okay, anyway, um, Michael, it's so good to hear from you. We're so happy you're a camp counselor. I bet you're so cute and all the kids love you so much. I, I think you, you're, you probably have a strong commanding presence. I agree. Yes. Oh, let us know if you're singing any of those fun, like, camp songs with the kids. I was a camp counselor one, so I know all of those. And tell me who's winning in the color wars. What does that mean? It's what they do at camp, for Christ's sake. <laughs> what <laughs> how movie, do you not know? What, what movie from the 1980s is that based off of? And also, how much bug juice did you have this week? <laughs> Please tell me. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Okay, bye. My fourth voice message, it's honestly embarrassing. But all it is is that I strongly believe in Hannah's supremacy. Bye. Oh, he wasn't done. I agree. Hannah for president. Eric, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I agree. You like Hannah? Yeah. He doesn't know who Hannah is. The, she's the half Indian one? Yeah. Half Indian, half South African? She's like the really like alpha one. Alpha? Like, no, alpha, uh, uh, type A. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. She just seems really smart and great and yeah. cute. Yeah. Okay. She, she seems like she would stress me out. Um, okay, well, she's a lot like me, so. I mean. That's your point, I guess. Yeah. Okay, great. Hi, Eric and Maya. It's Brooke. You guys look amazing. I hope you're having a good week so far. And I have just finished watching Wednesday's episode, so I'm all caught up for tonight. I still do really love Frenchie. He is my favorite. I think he's a very good person, and I think he's very respectful. Like, I really enjoyed the moment he had with Sarah Beth and a few other people where he was making sure that he was saying LGBTQ right, and he was listening to Sarah Beth and her story. I just, it was a really nice moment, and I really enjoyed it. I just think he's playing a little too hard, and I feel like he should have just stuck with Alyssa, kept her on the block. I feel like he could have done much better damage control if he just went to the girls and said, hey, you know, I know I said I wasn't going to put up a girl. I mentioned at the time, but I really feel like she is working with Christian, and I feel like she's going to be much more loyal to Christian than she will be to any of us, and that's why I put her up. I feel like he's going to get a bigger target on his back for putting Travis up than he would have for just sticking with Alyssa. But that's just my opinion. I love you. Um, Brooke, I have two questions. Number one, are you calling in from some kind of spaceship? Yeah. Are, are you, what, what is this? Are you talking to us on speaker? Are you, I thought it was worse than speaker. Are you talking to it sounded us? sounded like she was in some kind of fishbowl. Uh, it sounded to me like she was uh, talking through the drive-thru at an Arby's. That could be. Uh, second question, are you insane? I do agree Frenchie seems like a nice person. I think if he's your favorite player, you're going to be disappointed this season. Yeah, I don't have much faith in that guy. Eric, can you go ahead and Google the Big Brother odds since uh, Bobby Wonderful hasn't called in to tell us what they are? I don't know what odds are. Google Big Brother 23 odds. He is typing. Brother 23 Odds. Okay. Scroll down. Look right there. Click on that. Brent Champagne listed as favorite? What? Hold on. We're reading. Whoa. All right. We got Brent Champagne as the favorite. he's the favorite. Frenchie's still pretty high up. Ooh, Sarah, Beth, and Whitney are at the bottom. 
Mm. I would not say that Frenchie is high up. He's middle of the road. Yeah, but I mean, considering how this week went, yeah. that's pretty good. It goes, the top three are Brent, Kylan, Xavier, and then Tiffany, and then Claire. I'm into that. I'm into Kylan. I think I'm in a roof for Kylan. Yeah, yeah. He seems like a good guy. Yeah. All right, we're going to go watch the episode now. Okay. Um, probably going to drink a bunch of wine, eat this halushki. Do you want to spell that so people can look it up? H-A-L-U-S-K-I. Very good. Okay, bye. Eric, I have some advice for you. I'm ready to hear it. (laughs) Be strong and be courageous. That was really poignant and, um, and something I will use tomorrow immediately. Why is it so vague? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think that, um... You know, probably for the first, how many years has Julie Chen been doing oh, this show? 23. So I'm going to say for like 21 years in all their production meetings, she was like, yeah, but when do I get to, you know, say something? Like, I want to write my own stuff. And then finally they were like, who cares? Nobody watches this show. You can say whatever you want. And then she realized when she was given the green light that she had absolutely nothing to say. But do you think she's like Googling just sayings? Yeah. Is she, she looking at like signs you can buy at Marshall's to hang up in your house? I think she just Googles what's a nice thing to say. And then she's on like page eight of the results by now. It's just, just whatever. Never forget your roots. Be nice to everyone you see. Yeah. Don't give up unless you have to. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the most milk toast. Um, Be your best self. Yeah. <laughs> but she says it like she's saying something so profound. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. She probably has like a hundred billion dollars. So everything <laughs> is completely, everything is equally meaningless to her. Have we ever looked up her net worth? Um, no. Um, I think her net worth is probably in the neighborhood of zero, and you should look up the net worth of Les Moonves. I'm looking up her. <laughs> All right, what's your guess? Um, $100 million. $30 million. Okay. What do you think Les Moonves is? is? A billion. I don't know. What's your guess? $500 million. $400 million. Okay. And that's why she goes by Julie Chen Moonves. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Let's see. What else happened? Um, Frenchie formed two mega alliances with everyone in the house. Yeah. Um. One was called Slaughterhouse. Yeah. Which um Which incorporates everyone he perceives as a threat. Yeah. Which seems like a weird way to form an alliance. I just wanted to comment on his choosing the word slaughterhouse. Yeah. I think that it because you know when he said that everybody was kinda like, Ugh, okay, whatever, man. Um he he's also covered in like really bad tattoos and but they're all like they're all like they're all, like, the tattoos that a loser would think would be, like, really badass. Like what? Like, he's got a massive demonic skull thing on his chest. You know what I mean? 
Do you want to tell our listeners about the tattoo that you got removed from your arm? <laughs> no. No, but... Do you want to tell them about the one you got removed from your wrist? No. Do you want to tell them about the one you got removed from your ankle? What? Why are you... Why are you coming for me right now? I'm just... I'm just, I'm just saying many people have regrettable tattoos. Right. I just think that um, his whole deal is just really lame to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that he thinks it's it's super badass to uh, have an alliance called Slaughterhouse because he thinks that oh. he is tough and badass. I see what you're saying. It's like unironic. Absolutely. Yeah. 100% unironic. You know what I thought was lame was when, who I don't even remember who it was, said to Travis when he got evicted, we've got an eight-person alliance called Slaughterhouse. It's week one. Everyone has alliances. Yeah. That's not a reveal. Yeah, they, I don't understand the intensity with which these people are trying to play the game. Do, do you think they just like want to be playing so bad that they're just pretending yeah. stuff is happening? Yes. <laughs> Speaking of, his second new alliance is called French Kiss, and it's him and a handful of girls he was randomly yeah. sitting with in the backyard. Yeah, I think that... Um, <clears throat> I hope that when he's not you know, plotting against everyone and pitting everyone against each other. I hope that Frenchie is sitting shirtless in the backyard uh, explaining feminism to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, kind of like how when Travis got evicted, he said um, he wasn't surprised because he heard that the white dude with abs always gets evicted first. That's the most insane thing I've ever heard in all my years of watching I, this terrible TV has, show. Do you think he has some weird kind of brain worm that makes him like invent, like hallucinate things? <clears throat> you know, because I think everyone is terrible, I want to believe that that was calculated. Meaning? You, meaning. Obviously, if you've ever watched this show, it's not the white guy with abs who gets eliminated first. Usually, you make it halfway through the season just by being a white guy with abs. Yeah. Um, But what do you mean by it was calculated? Like, that was the last thing he was going to say on the show. So, like, say something that people are going to talk about, you know? Like, you think it was a dog whistle, or you think he was just trying to get attention, or? It it is entirely possible that he is that stupid, and, um, uh. Or, like, like, maybe someone was messing with him, and he's never seen the show? Maybe? I don't know. There's a lot of charitable interpretations, but, uh. It just seems like the most insane thing to say. Maybe he's never seen the show before. Maybe that's possible. Yeah. Um, so I'll just assume that's what happened. Do you know something that I loved about Big Brother Canada? What? Uh, what? Um, no shout-outs? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember no. a single shout-out. Um, I think there were shout-outs, but they were just not as... Uh, Egregious. Yeah, because um, I don't think they were every single time someone was on camera. I think, like, if it's your loved one's birthday and you want to say, happy birthday to my son, he's turning three today, that's one thing. Yeah. But if you're going to go in the diary room to vote 
and you're going to say the names of your eight best friends every time you go in there, you should not be on the show. Uh, if, if I were on the show, I would walk into the diary room and I wouldn't even sit down so they couldn't even see my face on the screen. <laughs> I would just, you would only see me from like chest to crotch and I would say the person's <laughs> name who I was voting out and I would walk out of the room. <laughs> I wouldn't say anything else. I feel like you would be the kind of person who says the wrong name, like the person you're trying to save. Yeah, but then it wouldn't matter anyway, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the other thing I liked about BB Can. They didn't do unanimous house votes. Yeah, but I mean, we're already seeing that we're headed into a unanimous house vote season again. So yeah. um, welcome to, uh, you know, eight weeks of boring right, gameplay. don't start, don't start. Just we saying. have a podcast. Just you everybody, don't need to be boring, too. Go watch BB Can. I'm not boring, okay? I was cooking Holushki at the beginning of this podcast. Yeah, and what are you doing now? Now I'm talking about what else I did. How was the Holushki? It was really good. I enjoyed it. Thank you. I had seconds. I might have thirds. <laughs> okay. I just had a baby, so. Sure, yeah. Um, okay, any other thoughts? Um, no. Just, um, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Be brave and be yourself. Yeah. And try your best. <laughs> and when you can't, don't. <laughs> no, it's more like try your best no matter what anyone says. Yeah. Exactly. Never give up unless you really have to. Yes. I believe in that. You can take that to the bank from me, Eric Moonves. <laughs> uh, okay, you want to sign us off? Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's been uh, our pleasure to... Did you forget how you do sign-offs? Escort you through this episode, this uh, first... Um, eviction episode of Big Brother. There's a baby sleeping. You made me do it.